Yo, yo, what's up? This is going to be officially dubbed the COVID episode. Both Scott and I are recording um, out of office. We're at home. We're both dealing with the effects of COVID-19. What's up, bro? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, bro? I mean, I'm usually good, but COVID, uh, COVID's different, bro. I, it, it's definitely got us out of our group because we're not in person like we always are. And I'm definitely not feeling the best, but I know you got it way worse. Listen, you had, you've got over the worst. I'm just getting through it now. Um, but yeah, we won't bore everyone with COVID. I might sound a little bit congested, maybe a little bit for you, Scott, but um, now we can see why Louie almost passed out when he was on the podium, you know? Yeah, that's exactly what we said right away. So, I mean, I feel bad for Louie because yeah, he's doing professional athlete things while we're just out here producing podcasts. But speaking of your boy, how do you feel? He is kind of, I mean, we can't say officially, but he kind of is officially back. It was the best part about testing positive for COVID when I saw Louis post. Wow, there's because... nothing. They're not linked, bro. <laughs> they're, they're definitely not linked. What are we doing here? But I felt a, a certain way. There was some energy. I mean, I think he broke the internet. Louis posted and everyone lost their shit. You actually think he broke the internet, bro? Like, well, just... you know, in the, in the motorsport world, he did. Yeah, I mean, did anybody actually think Lewis was not returning, though? Like, that's the reality. Like, I'm so- I know we talked about it, but did you generally think he wasn't going to return? There was, like, a world that happened, but in, like, what percentage were you really... Pu- I was putting, like, a 10% chance. As long as the FIA... I said he was returning all along. Exactly. So, it's like, I don't know. Like, to me, it just shouldn't have been big news to you. All those stupid little outlets, Planet F1, the Daily Express... Like all the little everyday, oh, this is why Lewis was going to retire. It's like, yo, Louis ain't retiring. And now you see him. He's back with the morning jogs with Ange. Let's go. Yeah. Well, George Russell's still going to kick his ass this year. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, George Russell is fine. coming for the throne. That's fine. They're going to be powerful. I'm so excited. The fact that the car reveal is going to be massive. The car reveal is going to have both of them. I mean, Lusa, I think he's contractually obliged to show up to the car reveal, but can you imagine he doesn't? Mercedes keeps wanting to put the whole world on notice. Like, you're going to have to wait. The car reveal is actually not for another week, too. kind of sucks. Bro, you mean they're not going to just do the car reveal with the renders like Haas? Haas just didn't reveal the renders. Yeah, but that's there's a reason why though. You you saw the video that we will, that you sent me from the race because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. hiding Ferrari secrets. I mean, listen, let's talk about the Haas car. Enough about Lewis Hamilton. We'll talk about him all year. We've talked about him since Abu Dhabi. He's returning. Well, number eight. Let's go. So number eight, man. George Russell's first is coming up, but we'll leave it at that. Um, let's let's actually get into not even Haas first because I'm that's to be a majority of our episode. How do you actually feel about the new car in terms of the curved uh, rear wing? To me, that just looks weird. So when I first saw the F1 model car, I was like, this is the ugliest F1 car I've ever seen. And I was so in love with how the car looked last year. Now, starting to see what this car looks like with the different renderings and obviously the reveals, I'm starting to really like it, man. I think the car looks really sexy. Yeah. I think the overall car looks good, but I'm just not a fan of the, re- of the rounded spoil, uh, rear wing. Like, it just looks off to me. I don't care what anybody says. Like, it's like curved and stuff. I don't even know. But I think overall, the cars look really nice. I think I'm really excited for this week because we get to obviously see some teams pop up like Aston Martin, McLaren. Um, Red Bulls this week too, aren't they? Didn't Red Bull come out with some bold statement that this is going to be a car reveal that we've never seen before. Yeah, but I swear Marco Helmut just said in an article that you may not see everything because it's kind of, I think it's a competitive advantage, which it would make sense. I mean, who cares about the car reveal? You care about winning the season again, right? I mean, for them, the driver's championship, not the whole season because Mercedes obviously won. But I also mean, I'm excited to see what happens this week. This is a big week. We're, we're entering closer to testing. It's only three weeks away now, not even two and a half weeks away. So we're close. We're really close. Um, I'm 
you know, with Haas coming out first, and obviously Haas's wasn't even a real reveal, it just adds excitement. The cars look amazing. You start to see what the liveries or liveries look like. Um, and it just adds to the, the buildup of preseason testing in Barcelona. And do you think people hate us because we say liveries or liveries? I don't think they hate us. Um, I still don't even know what the real term is. Nah, I mean, I don't think there is a real term because it's probably an English term, to be honest with you. And there were North America, but... Um, what did you have yeah. to think about the fact that Autosport has its own unique set of awards? I don't care about Autosport, honestly. And Autosport's been doing these awards for decades. Yeah, but that's like blog boy stuff, though. Listen, they still... Like, I didn't realize the magnitude of the event. Like, they still had... Like, Christian Horner was still there. I know, but like, it's the FIA awards and that's all that matters to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm, I'm not hating on Autosport. Shout out to them. They're obviously an industry leader and obviously we, we strive to have as much um, viewers as they do and have the coverage that they do one day. But the thing is, when you look at Autosports, it's like if ESPN had their own awards. Like, they do. They do you, have the ESPYs. Yeah, I know. But like, do you really put that much stock into ESPYs or you put no, a lot of stock into ESPYs? Exactly. And that, that's my whole point is I put zero stock into ESPYs, right? Like, it's cool. You want an award, but... Yeah, Yo, whatever. Did you see Lando Norris's acceptance speech for the best British driver of the year? What did he say? I didn't get a chance to see it, but I saw he, <laughs> he won an award. He How got, did he win he, best British driver of the year? There's Lewis Hamilton. It, that's still what alive. exactly, exactly. But anyways, we won't even touch on that part. The best part was in his in his acceptance speech, he said that he ranks this higher than winning a Formula One championship because it was voted in by the fans. Now, obviously, I hope he's joking, but I was dying in the comments he's for roasting joking. him. He's definitely joking. He's definitely joking. Come on. You know Lando Norris? Lando Norris is like that goofy kind of nice, like, you know, he's a nice British boy and he's got that goofy kind of feel to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no way in hell, and I repeat, no way in hell, Lando Norris thinks The comments that were going crazy important. and Lando Norris's comment on the comments was just a winky face. Yeah, how do you feel about Lionel Norris after that comment? I mean, obviously, I know he's joking, but let's be real. There's not, there's no way in the world that the Autosports British Driver of the Year award is better than an F1 championship. But doesn't that just make you love Lando more because he's so funny? <laughs> he's such a troll. <laughs> he almost, in a way, yeah, it's exactly what he did. He trolled the award. Who cares about the Autosport British Driver of the That's Year? That's exactly what he's doing. He's basically mocking the Autosport. The, 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 the award is a mockery. When Lewis Hamilton is driving and he should have won his eighth, how did he not win British Driver of the Year? Oh, my God. It uh, just uh, makes me laugh. Is this fan vote only towards young people or only towards white people? Like, wh what happened to Lewis Hamilton? Can someone please explain to me? <laughs> that was literally every comment. Yeah, like, what happened to Lewis Hamilton? Did Lewis Hamilton not exist this year? Like, it's like Lewis cow. Hamilton went dark on social media, so people forgot about him. Oh, yeah, they forgot about him. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Let's move on to the next topic because <laughs> I'm just getting frustrated hearing about this. Um, Actually, we didn't talk about this. This is completely freestyle. I mean, we didn't really talk about any of this podcast other than talking about Haas. Did you get a chance to look at Australia's new circuit? No, I didn't. It's going to be fast. They removed the chicane and it's going to be a long straight. So they did what they did to... Um, same um, same sort of thing as, as uh, Yas Marina. No, nah, it's faster. They're hitting like 330 on that chicane that, where there used to be a chicane. So Damn. it's going to be fast and they added, they're adding another DRS zone. So the Australian Grand Prix is going to be a, lo a lot of fun. I mean, I think it's a lot of fun to begin with already, but it's just going to be improved and improved. So I'm just I'm excited to, to see, see F1 back in Australia, man. Bro, all the comments is, I hope we can get a shoey. Danny Ricardo, you better win soon, bro. Because if you don't win at home soon, I don't know why the Australians still love you, bro. Because you know Aussies are all about winning, bro. And like, if you're the only one repping Australia and you're not good, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm not mad at it, though. Like, I would hold them to high expectation, too. Like, it's bullshit if you don't win. If, if you just keep acting like you're the, what do you want to call it? The country's son, the country's prodigy racer, and you don't do anything that massive, you better at least just win at home, bro. The pressure's on. We've said it. Like, Danny Rick, this is a big year for him. 
If you're McLaren, do you tell Lando to friggin' toe Danny? No. And you do the same it I would. No. You guys are realistically, think about it. You're not gonna win an F1 championship this year. Even Zach Brown came out and said that. He's like, let's keep our expectations realistic, right? Right or wrong? Are you gonna win this year? No. <laughs> Yo, Zach so just, Brown kept to one hundred, bro. <laughs> he did, he did. And I'm not mad at it, bro, because I'm a McLaren fan. But think about this. You get Lando to tow Danny in Australia, and you get Danny to tow him in Silverstone. There we you go. You give them both a fair shot to get a pole each at home crowd. So it's like, why don't you just do that to give your advantage? Like, if you're not competing for a championship, give your driver an advantage to try to win on his home turf. Like, I would do that if I'm every single constructor, except for Mercedes and Ferrari, where I think e- either driver can win. With Red Bull, oh, hell yeah. Sergio's doing everything for Max. When I think about that toe with Sergio and Max, it was actually, it was art. As much as I hate it, it was actually beautiful. They pulled it off so perfectly. How much time do you think he rehearsed that in his sleep? Bro, I don't think they ever rehearsed it. In his sleep, bro. How much time do you think Sergio rehearsed that? I don't know, zero. Of course he did, bro. He's like, my job depends on it. I got to do it, bro. They pulled it off so perfectly, and that's what just makes it even worse. Yeah, it does make it worse. Okay, so we're going to... But anyways, Australia is back. Singapore is back. Canada is back. No, Canada's not back. Let's be real, but we'll we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's not coming back. We'll see you in 2023, Canada. Um, hit me up with uh, your first thoughts on Haas's reveal. So obviously, I sent you that information on Haas. Yeah, we, while I was dying in bed, yeah. I'm like, "Why is this guy sending me this stuff?" Because <laughs> I was watching it. Um, <laughs> okay, I feel listen, you. But I was we dying gi- in I bed. feel like we give Haas a lot of airtime, and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's just jokes. Like we love to. They're the. They're just. Whatever. Gunter. Yeah, we like to make fun of them, but it's just not making fun. It's making light. We love Haas. No, you love Haas. I mean, I like Gunther and I like Mick. I really yeah. don't like. I mean, you know, they they hit the hit up the scrapyard once in a while, and we gotta cover their journeys to the scrapyard. Dude, what they did in F one last year was actually so poor because they did nothing. They did they were using used chassis. They didn't care. That's why they were so bad, right? But when you start to look at what we can expect from them this season, they've got a, a way better engine because we know that mm-hmm. Ferrari's got a way better engine. Um, with the cost cuts and the cap spending, Ferrari had to either lay off a bunch of staff or find new homes for them. So they reallocated um, quite a bit of their staff to Haas. And they have their Haas employees from America that can probably help them out as well. And this is the first time ever that Haas is developing its own car from scratch. Okay, so let's throw some stuff out in the air then, right? A... And this is rapid fire right now, and we'll dive into it after. Is Haas competitive next year, yes or no? Yes. Does Haas have an excuse if they fail this year, yes or no? No. What's a failure for Haas this year? Tenth. Okay, so let, let me dive into that last question, and we can go into the rest or after. Is it tenth if they score points and they're competitive with Alfa Romero and, all, and like that bottom pack? Is that really a failure? Well, one because of your I questions was, are they going to be competitive? I think they're going to be competitive in that midfield. But can't all teams be competitive in the midfield? Exactly. You still finish tenth. Exactly, you can. But I'm saying, so is tenth really a failure? Like I'm judging Haas off their competitiveness this year. I'm not judging them off of results. So if they're putting up, um, if they finish tenth and they and like. Let's say like they score 12 points and Aston Martin scores 15, like let's say it's 25 and Williams scores 35 and Alpha Tori scores like 60 or and then Alpine scores like let's just say 33. Like I'm not mad if they finish 10th. It shows they're competitive all year and they're putting up competitive results. So I don't know. That's how I'll judge their season. But let me know how you're going to judge their season. I love how you had a sneak in there. Aston Martin's 25 points. Hey, listen. I didn't. I'm just. I'm just throwing out numbers, bro. I'm not even. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um. So I think that's very fair. They had zero points this year. If they got 12 points, it's 12 times better than they were the year before. I think that there's on any given race, they're going to be able to put pressure on a Williams, an Alfa Romeo, um, an Alpine, and even an Aston Martin. I think all of those teams have to be very, very conscious of the fact that. 
Haas isn't just going to be a, a complete write-off this year. Last year, I, there was no, they, there was actually they shouldn't have even been on the track. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair statement. They took a sabbatical. Okay. It's very fair. But let me ask you this: How much faith do you actually put into Nikita? Um, very little faith. But you only need one driver to score points. That's not the point, though. How do you expect them to stay competitive and not because finish 10th I feel like Mick's going to have a couple Q three finishes in quality, so and he's going to score points. That's fair. But look at the driver lineups. You're expecting them to be better than Lance. I mean, Lance Stroll and Sebastian Vettel. I think I take Mick Valtteri over Bottas. Lance. Yeah, but I'm talking about both drivers' pools. So it's like I think they're yeah. going to be better than the Williams drivers, to be honest. No, I think the Williams drivers as a duo is better than them. I think Mick's the best driver out of the four, but it goes one, Haas, two, three, Williams, and four, Haas. But it's a wide gap between two, three, and four. You would rather put more faith into the Williams drivers than the Haas drivers? No, I didn't say that. I said there's one, which is Mick. There's two, three, which is Latifi Albon. And then there's four, which is Nikita. But Nikita's a low, low four. So the one and the four does not combine to the two and the three. That's what I'm saying to you. The four is so bad, it doesn't combine to the two and the three. The, that four, is the four is so bad that it brings down Mick further enough to... Yes. So if I, if I, I waited so. out the Williams drivers, the Williams drivers are like a 75. I might say Mick is an 80 and Nikita's like a 65 and he weighs them down to like a low number, like that, like a 72, if that makes sense. I honestly think, and this is so. This is where I, I might have to change up. I think Haas finishes ahead of Williams this year. You're crazy, bro. Williams has way more infrastructure because they've actually been building for the last two years, and they have their own parts, but they actually have resources. I think you're crazy for that. Put it on wax. <laughs> All right, you put it on wax. Um, I guess we'll just call this the goddamn Haas episode because we haven't done a Haas episode. How do we feel about Gunther returning? Honestly, I, I have given this thought and I'm like, why is Gunter returning? Either one, he's actually really good. Two, it's because they know that no one else wants that job. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a lot of people in the world that would take the job. Three, uh, Gene probably does not care. Gene, so th- Gene. <laughs> so it's like one, he's really good. Two, no one else wants a job. Three, Gene doesn't care. And I don't yeah. think Gene doesn't care because look at everything that we are talking about going into the season. I would love to know what is the consensus across the rest of the paddocks. Does F1 respect Gunter? I would assume so because think about it. When, when you actually look at Haas's track record in 2018, they finished They fifth. were fifth and they had the fourth fastest car. In 2019, they had issues with the car. 2020, they were going to develop their own car, but obviously COVID hit. And 20. Like, the last two years have literally been a write-off for them. So, it's like, eh, I don't know. I, for me, saying Haas is not going to be 10th, I'm kind of contradicting myself now because I'm saying they, they were pretty good before. But I can just see them being competitive this year but still finishing 10th because everybody else is competitive. But, I mean, let me ask you this. On the flip side, who will be 10th this year then? Is it Williams? It's Williams, man. And I'll tell you why I think it's Williams. Just because you get an influx of money doesn't mean you're going to be great on the track. Do the people that brought this money, do they have motorsport experience? Bro, it's Williams. The problem was they had all this experience, but no money. Yeah, I don't think that. I, I think the experience we're not is talking gone. About, I we're not th- talking about some dumb whole pro, pro, uh, team. We're talking about Williams racing. I don't have faith, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess Frank is no longer there. Like Claire's gone. Like it's not really Williams anymore. That's my point. Yeah, and what is Haas now? It's just Junior Ferrari. Okay, what about their team principal, Jost Capito? I don't care about Jost right now, honestly. I think Williams still retained a lot of their engineers and aerodynamics people and all that stuff. I mean, maybe they laid them all off, bro. I mean, who who knows? This is my but, point. And the but guy that's that fair. they've this that's is fair. where it's like. I don't know, man. The guy that they brought in to run the team, it's not like he has a lot of F1 experience either. Do you know how dumb you may look in, in 12 months? I, I may look really dumb. Because at the end of the day, it's still Haas. Until Haas shows me otherwise, I can't really believe. 
We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I think, I think they're going to be ahead. Do, do people respect Gunter? No. Who knows? Maybe. But here's my next question. Should, should Haas have kept one of their previous drivers, Magnussen or Grosjean, to pair with Mick? Okay. Because we all know Nikita came in because of the money. No, because of the money. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's what I said. No, because of the money. Yeah, but let's just take driving now. No money. Would oh. you... Like, no, because he, he, they made him look like a bunch of fucking wankers. <laughs> because the thing is, when you look at the year they finished fifth, it's like Magnuson and Grosjean obviously weren't bad. Nah, you go in all youth. You're never going to actually win. You go maybe into a different direction like Nick. And if it's anyone for me, it would have been Magnuson because I can never respect Grosjean again after his comments towards Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, but you got to leave that aside because you said it's just about driving. But facts. I mean, I'm either picking up. So let's be real, okay? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm not going with either of them. I'm either going with Nick DeVries. I'm going all youth if I'm not going Nikita Mazepin or I'm going Nico Hulkenberg. I was literally going to say Hulkenberg. Yeah, it's, so like it, it's, pretty, Hulkenberg. it's a pretty obvious for me. It, it, it's an easy, easy one for me. It's Nico Hulkenberg or you go completely young. And then maybe they picked up Guan Yu instead. But obviously, the crazy Guan thing is Nico no, Hulkenberg, 180 entries in F1 and never got a single podium, bro. Yeah, I mean, that happens, bro. It's just Wild. like players that play in the NBA for t- t- 10 years and never make the playoffs, right? But they have yeah. solid careers. Um, how do you feel about if Guan Yu went to Haas instead? I mean, I don't hate it. It would make sense. He was a Ferrari driver at one point. They, he'd bring a lot more money than $30 million than what uh, Dimitri Mazepin brings. But um, I will say this, though. I'd probably gamble on Oscar Piastri this year rather than Nikita Mazepin, maybe. Like, that would be my thoughts, honestly. You've but got Oscar. You've got Nick DeVries. Um, there, there are so many other great options, but we all know that that's not the case. It's the money. Like, uh, if we look at the driving, there should be a lot of guys that aren't in the sport. The issue is, is that Oscar doesn't bring to Australian money because that comes from Danny Ricardo. Yeah, and like when you look at the Haas car, the biggest sponsor is Nikita's dad's company. Is Eurocali? Um, how do you say it? Eurocali? Eurocali? Yeah. Eurocali? Uh, I, I thought know that's uh, no, Yurikali is, is that's not his dad's. That's that's the one that um was attached to Mick, bro. Bro, that's his dad's company, fam. Who who what, what was the sponsor that's uh, attached to Mick? Um, I don't have it off the top of my Yurik. Uh, however you say it, is Nikita Mazepin's dad's company, bro. Yeah, you're right. But what? Remember how they needed thirty million dollars because of um. Uh, and they wanted a German driver attached, Haas, and then they got Mick Schumacher. Who is um, that? I honestly don't know what I don't know what Mick has brought. I'm sure there is obviously a ton, but when you look at their biggest sponsors, it's obviously the however you say it. There's the one on one Ionos, which is a software company, right? Yeah. Okay. Those are the two biggest sponsors. Yeah, okay, so hang on. So behind... Uh, oh, it's one and one. That's what Mick brought? Yeah, so the one and one. So they wanted a German driver for $30 million, right? If they're going to sponsor Haas. So one and one is the German company. But remember God watching it. Drive to Survive? You saw Drive to Survive when they were going through oh, that yeah. whole thing. So, but we'll see what happens, man. I, I, don't, I don't know, bro. Like, there's this a big year for Nikita, bro, because... There's no way his dad continues sponsoring this team if he just continues shitting bro, the bed. His his dad's company is the main sponsor, bro. Yeah, and they're the worst goddamn fucking team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that you know what you actually have to do then on this. That's podcast, why Nikita that, is no different than Daddy's money. No, 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 no. There's a little bit of difference. I'm not ready to call him Daddy's money yet because he hasn't been in F1 for six years. Facts. If he's still there and they're still the biggest sponsor, then we can say it. Because yeah, then it's if, really no different than what uh, Strolovich did. Yeah, you, you couldn't call Lance Stroll daddy's money. Like, obviously he got in because his dad's money, but like he didn't, it's not like he he stayed there. Right now, Lance Stroll's staying on Aston Martin because his dad's money, right? 
Like, mm-hmm. it is what it is. They also, he's, Nikita's also too young. You, you know what you have to do on this podcast then, right? Tell me. You owe Matt an apology. Because he said Haas would be 7-5 to five this year, and you said he was crazy, and you shut him down. Yeah, I know. So you you okay, owe Matt I, I, a formal I, I, apology on this podcast. I got to go backwards. I got to apologize. Um, I got to go backwards and apologize to our boy Matthew Lamonius. Yeah, you owe him an apology, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not ready to give it up. I'm still going with Haas is going to be 10th team. I think they'll be competitive this year. I think they'll, they may score a couple points, but I still think they'll be 10th. I mean, I just don't trust in Nikita. I do trust in Mick, though. So I expect Mick to have some very solid showings. But if I Mick has Mick got, got a good points. car, we're going we're gonna to be, it's going to be good, but, man. Okay, but let me ask you this, though. You say that, right? And obviously things happen in a race, but like on an average weekend, who is he taking out? He's taking out both Williams drivers. Okay. He's not he taking could, out he McLaren. Take out, he's not taking he out, take out Alfa Romeo, bro. Okay, but he's not taking on any of the top four teams. Alpine? Okay, but he's not taking out any of the top four teams. Oh, he's not taking out any of the four, top four teams. Come on, that's a given. But, but that's what I'm saying. So how do you expect him to actually... Like, that's my whole thing is where do you expect him to sit? It's not any given day that, okay, sure, the car is great, change his whole story. But if you put apples to apples, Mick falls maybe 15th on the best driving list. I think that Mick will have multiple top 10 finishes. And when I say top 10, he could be 9th or 10th. Yeah, but I'm saying if, if Mick isn't given these things, who does he really beat? Like, if it's not a gimme, I understand things happen in Formula 1. We both know that. That's where he'll score some points. But on a normal Sunday where everybody races and there's normal climates, where does he actually win? He finishes, like I said, 9th and 10th. But who's he beating? Give me the actual thing. He's beating, so he's, he's not beating any of the top four teams, I'm sure. Okay, so that's beating. eight spots right there. Gone. Boom. He's not beating, he's beating Pierre Gasly? He's beating the alpha, he's beating the rest of those drivers for ninth or tenth, man. You're, you're smoking the odd, but we're talking about Pierre Gasly. <laughs> we're talking about Alondo, Al- Fernando, Fernando Alonso. Alonso. I know. Come, but, bro, you're smoking crack if you think he's going to, if they're going to finish like seventh or, eighth. bro, ninth or tenth at best, bro. They're going to get a couple points here and there. That's what, I'm, slip so that's what I'm saying. There. This past year, his best finish was 12th. Okay. How many cars finished that year, that, that race? I'm pretty sure there was 14 cars that finished that was That was Hungary, bro. Yeah, 14 cars finished or like 16 cars finished that race. So this is, this is what I'm going to say to you. His best finish this year, 13 cars finished. Yeah, yeah. So he finished second last. Okay. Yeah. What's his best finish when every car finished on the track? Or, oh, or bro, but we all know finished. that he was in a car that was, you know, he, they were so it, far yeah, off the Yeah, but I, that's not what I'm asking you. Like, I don't know how you expect Fernando Alonso or Pierre Gazzi to lose to this guy when they're probably so, going to be in better cars. May, maybe to change, change the, the take slightly then. Mick Schumacher scores his first F1 points this year. Okay. I mean, you don't have to change the point. I'm just saying, I don't agree and with you. That's it. I think that he has Say it with a, your chest, bro. Say it with I, your chest. <laughs> and I think his best, he finishes um, with, a, with a best high of uh, seventh. He's going to have P7 this year. Hell no, bro. Unless it's a gimme. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's going to have no, a P7. No, no. Bro, what is he going to do racing-wise? What's his best finish for racing-wise? Is it a ninth or tenth? His best finish... Where he no. actually races to it. It's not like he gives a gimme. Like where he actually okay. like... I, there's an accident that could happen, but it's not like a bunch of cars collide and he right. somehow slips in. His best finish is ninth. Ninth? Okay. I don't hate that, but I just don't see it happening, bro. Like when you think about it, we rate... Obviously, he's, they're not touching Mercedes, right? If everything stays the same, they're not touching Mercedes. They're not touching Red Bull. They're definitely not touching Ferrari because Ferrari is just their big brother. Are they touching McLaren? They ain't touching McLaren. So it's like, I don't really see it. And then we got Pierre Gasly, Fernando, Alonso, Espo, and Ocon, just an older version. Like, he's probably better than Mick at where he is right now. Mick's got more potential. Where do we have Alpha Tori? We have them at fifth, right? You have them at fifth. I don't have them at fifth. I have them at seventh, I think, I believe. I have William at six, which is probably high, but... Bro, you got Williams at six is like, you smoking the uh uh-uh. Yeah, I mean, I had... Yeah, yeah, you know what? no, I think I had Alpha Tori at six, I had Williams at seventh, and then I had Alpha Romeo and then Aston Martin. Who but, did you have at five then? Oh, Alpine. Yeah. 
I had Alpine originally, but I don't know. We'd have to go back and check it, but things changed since the whole Allen Prost thing. But my whole thing behind having Williams hire is because I thought Williams actually's had investment. They've been working on car. They've had money since the end of two, uh, middle of 2020, since August, September, since Claire left. And I just don't believe that this historic brand was going to stay at the bottom, right? And I just feel like Haas needs one more year like Williams had last year before they start to make their upward trend if they do. That yeah, makes sense. I think we're both in agreement that Haas scoring points means that they're going to be competitive this year. I, I don't know if they'll score points. I hope they do. I do think they'll be a lot more competitive this year. I think they'll be able to put on a car that has the potential to make it to Q2. Let's be real. Their car had zero potential to get to Q2 unless you were on some type of shit last year. Oh, their car last year. Dude, there were F2 cars that were better. Yeah. So let's talk about that. And I don't want to. Obviously, I'm a big George Russell fan, but I I do want to talk about this a little bit. George Russell had a ninth pace car and he qualified for Q2 19 times or something like that. Do you expect anything like that from Haas this year if they're like the ninth place car? I would hope to because I really think that Mick can push it to, you know, we know that Mick's better than Nikita. That's the first thing. And that's not that's saying what, much. That's what it says right now. But yeah. um, that's what the results tell us, as we can say. But I, I mean, feel they're both like, really young. But I feel like if... It's also first year in the car. Don't forget if that. If they're going to have a car that is actually, you know, not at a disadvantage like it was last year, Mick should be able to squeeze Q2. But if your car is 10th place? Mm. Because think about this. How many times have we seen other drivers not even get into Q2? Danny Ricks of the world. Strolls of the world. Sebastian Vettel's of the world. It happens. But is that expected or does it happen? It happens, dude. And it happens every single race weekend. Yeah, but let me ask you this. How much stock do you put into George Russell pulling out of that Williams car? I think that George Russell was able to get more than the car could allow. Okay. So do you think Mick Schumacher is a talent as George Russell? Yeah, I do. Talent level. Okay. So you have very high expectations for Mick. That's why I think... Especially knowing that Haas is going to have, and again, this this could all just be speculation and talk, but based on everything that they've put forth and what other people are talking about on the grid, Haas is not, they're not going to be what they were last year. They aren't, but remember, I think everybody's going this year thinking they've done upgrades to their car, like major upgrades. Like, think about this. Alpine thinks they got faster. Obviously, Red Bull thinks they've got faster. Everyone um, on the grid, aside from, say, Mercedes and Red Bull, legitimately think they have a chance. Yeah, so it's like hard for me to believe in Haas because I feel like everybody believes they've got better this year. Does that make sense? Because yes, we're talking about Haas getting better and I, I don't think you're wrong for your thought process, but so does Alphatori thinks they got better because obviously Red Bull. So does Alfa Romero because they have more money to spend. So does Aston Martin because they've actually had a year behind their car. So does Alpine. Like, think when, when you put it that way, Kurt, it's like, I don't know, bro. I don't know about Haas. Who do you I think really has don't. the best engine just from a constructor standpoint this year? Oh, that's easy, bro. Is it silver really Mercedes? Arrows. It's Silver Arrows, bro. But Ferrari's been talking all this talk, man. I mean, they, they probably put... To, they didn't say they have the best engine. They say they've had a, they have a great engine. I know. But you know, Ferrari never comes out and brags. Yeah, but here's my thing, though. I mean, they, what the hell have they been able to brag about? <laughs> nothing for a while that's why they haven't come on and break but let me give this the thought to i'm you, just though. saying like we can't underestimate that ferrari well, might be really we've said it, this is the year for them you can't no this is year for them to be competitive this is not the year so let me ask you this though is there something to be said about playing catch up and playing from ahead in f1 if you're playing ahead I feel like it, it takes a miracle to lose that. So Mercedes has been playing ahead for a long time. That's my only, that's my thought. And see, this is where Toto's comments have all, he's been very cautious and he's treaded very lightly. Like they, everything that has come out of Mercedes has said that they have zero expectations. They understand that it's going to be a completely new era. Like they, they're not coming out and saying, oh, like our engine looks amazing. 
Yeah, they don't want to get look like friggin' Lawrence goddamn Strolovich. Facts. But I don't know. Like, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think Ferrari still had to play catch up. So I'm always the other thing about the other thing about all this is Alfa Romeo's got a Ferrari engine. Like, I think if we're talking about speculating too much, bro. I think if we're talking about Haas being competitive, where does that put Alfa Romeo? That's what I said. I was was like, I don't. There's no way Haas goes up the ranks more than one place, bro. And you know, you're right. If it's a tenth place team, it will be Williams. I'll be completely wrong on that, and I'll have to eat that. But I think you're speculating way too much on who's going to be good and who's going to be this. I think you really just got to kind of back it up and be like, wait until testing and let's see what we see. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I think, I think there will be a very competitive battle for that midfield. Are we just going to categorize the bottom six teams as the midfield now? Yeah, yeah. Because like that's what it feels like it's coming to. I can't wait until we're completely wrong and there's and there's still like seven and ten or just absolutely uh, sorry eight and ten. Like we really want to believe bad. that Ferrari is going to compete this year, but it's like they're not. It's going to be Mercedes Red Bull. Oh, sorry, Ferrari. No, no, Ferrari's going to compete. Sorry, Ferrari's going to compete. I, I so believe that we're going to have those three in a in a league of their own, and then we're going to have the mid pack. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think McLaren's in a league of its own too. I think it's those three. McLaren's in its own little pocket, and then bro, like, how can you put McLaren ahead of Alpine? What do you mean? How can I put McLaren ahead of Alpine? They have Lando Norris. I think Lando Norris is the best driver there. Yeah, but they got Fernando Alonso. But I think Fernando Alonso is not as. So that's my point. Lando like, I don't think you can. I think you, I don't think you can exclude um, Alpine from that if you're putting McLaren okay, in that league. Okay, under. so let's get into that. Okay, let's get into that. What happened to Alan Prost? He dipped. Did they get a new CEO? Okay. That's all valid. We talked about it. Okay. So then what do you mean? Well, how can I put McLaren in its own little bubble? Fernando Alonso has come out and maybe he's just saying it to, you know, for the PR, but he said that everything is like, they're in a great position. They are in a great position, but who do you want? Look at the budgets. McLaren and okay. Alpine have like the same budget. But, but we also rank driver duos and you have Danny Ricardo and Lando Norris higher than Fernando Alonso and Ocon of course as a I do, but so it doesn't do mean, mean that it doesn't mean that they're in a league above Alpine. And also, who has a Mercedes engine and who has a Renault engine? It's very fair. Yeah, so give me your reasons. You're just saying it doesn't mean. You give me your actual reasons. You can't come on the pod and just say you can't. I put think a, that why is Alpine I think is that based on based on the improvements they made last year. I also think that. Uh, they're spending almost the same, if not more than what McLaren is spending. Nope, not true. Remember, <laughs> not true. What do you get disclosed? Driver salaries, top three employees, marketing. Okay. They have more money at, over at McLaren. McLaren has an indie team. Come on, bro. I just think that you can't. I think that putting, if we're going to have the top three teams and then we're going to have its own little category for number four and then the rest of the mid pack, it's just, I'm not convinced that McLaren is going to be leaps and bounds ahead Th- of Alpine. That's okay. I don't need you to be convinced, but you need to convince me on why I need to, how, your, your point is valid because you have yet to give us any valid points. You, you're saying the driver duo is better, right? At McLaren. Yeah, that's the, right. The car is obviously better. We can only, we, and listen to our listeners, we can only talk about what we saw last year and if every car goes the same. McLaren car is better. They have more money. They're also powered by Mercedes, so their engines are already ahead. Where are you actually making up the difference? Because you're saying this stuff, but you're not giving any logic to our listeners. So you got to so suffer, give us logic. Their, their budgets are very similar, bro. No, but that's not, that's just budgets. Okay. That's, that's salary cap budget, right? And Alpine did finish fifth this year. Okay. Okay. How many Mc- points behind McLaren? 120. And how much did McLaren have? No, 120 point difference. So McLaren okay. had 275. So it wasn't right. close this year. So, okay? so where do you, where's the gap shrinking? You keep saying they say they're spending the same amount of money. I'm pretty sure they spent the same amount of money last year. So I think 
Alpine is going to have a better car, better engine, and I think that Fernando a better Alonso, engine. Are you have, really coming out and saying Renault's having the best engine? I didn't say the best. They're going to have a better engine. Better than Mercedes. Not we can just end Mercedes. the pod. <laughs> we can just end the pod right here if that's yeah, what you're saying. I'm coming back charged up on this one. No, I, no, 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 no. Coming no, back you, charged up. We're, we're, we got to have. We got to dig in on this one. I just. I don't know if I. I just. Again, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's right or wrong, but I will come. Listen, back. if you just believe that, that's okay. But there's you just say it. That's just what I think. There's no logic behind it that you're, you can give us. If you want to come charged up, you can come charged up, but there's zero logic. If, if you just said Renault have a better engine than Mercedes, bro. Like, where are we going with this? I didn't say better. I, I didn't say best. You, I said better. You said Renault will have a better engine. Yeah. On, McLaren has on, a Mercedes on, engine. Yeah, yeah. They'll have a better engine based on last year. Bro. I said, I literally asked you, will they have a better engine than McLaren? No, no, no. Let me retract that. If okay. That's how so, you so, interpreted. No, 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 no. no, no that's no, not no, what no, I meant no, to no. say. No, 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 no. So where are they getting better? If you think Ocon's better than Danny Ricardo, I think you're crazy. If you think Fernando's better than Lando, that's fair. But I think you're drawing at sh- you're picking for straws no, or the whatever. Driver, the, the driver is. duo is better. Um, so there's, there's a- nowhere possible unless M- McLaren just throws out a dud of they're a dud of a constructor this year. Which, if you're betting on that, that's fair. If that's what you're betting on, then come out and say it, and I will say I respect your point. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't think, bro. This guy's a pump faker. This guy's chicken. <laughs> I'm shit. not pump faking. I'm just uh, telling yo, you listen, that. All of our Lifting Coast listeners, go to Tyler League and roast Kurt on our next reel, our next podcast, because he's coming out here making proclamations and running away. Yo, you are trying to proclaim <laughs> that McLaren is going to be in its own league at number four. I don't what, think that's the what case. is wrong with that. What is wrong with think, that? I don't think it's the case. Man. Okay, but you have to give me logic. I don't, and I said I don't have I don't have any logic to bring by it right now except for okay. my own gut my right. own gut feeling so are we cutting this whole 10 minute Renault McLaren thing because I mean Alpine because you're just cut speaking on a gut feeling for the last 10 minutes yeah you can do that and we're not cutting it but I just wanted the listeners <laughs> to hear that but here's my thing my, my, my counter argument to you would be I think Alpha uh, Tori would have a shot with McLaren I think because they're Red Bull sister team and now they have a salary cap, they'll be super competitive with them. I do think McLaren will be in its own little bubble. And what I mean by that, Kurt, just to clarify with everybody, is that they'll be 100 plus points or at least 70 to 80 points ahead of their next competitor. Not saying that the other cars won't be competitive, but just like today, from four to five, be around a 100 point gap. Yeah, so... If if they're if they have if they maintain that hundred point gap, they are in their own little bubble. That's, that's I don't what think I mean. that's going to be the case. That's just my and, thoughts. And you know what? And that's fair, but that's what I think is. I think it's one to three, which isn't even close. They run away, and then it's McLaren, and they have a pretty comfortable lead over everybody. And then there's everybody else, and the team that would challenge them would be AlphaTauri. It would not be Alpine. I think Alpine is going through a transition year. I think Alpine will be super competitive in two years. Not, not this year. It's interesting that Alpine's the only team that doesn't have... They, they have their own constructor. Like Everyone else shares constructors. Alpine's the only team that is just Renault and no one else has a Renault engine. That's because nobody wants a Renault engine. You saw what happened with, with Red Bull back in 2018, all those DNFs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean... Technically, bro, Mercedes and Ferrari have their own engine, bro, and Red Bull. Yeah, but they obviously let others use their engine. Exactly, but it's still their own engine. They t- tweak it to what they want and everybody else has mm-hmm. to follow, right? I mean, Red Bull has their own engine because it's their own team. Th- those are both their teams, right? It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, those are their team. Like, that's legit their team. It's not like they're a- an operating team, Haas, that sh- works closely with Ferrari. It, it is literally... Team A and Team B. For sure. It's varsity and junior varsity. So to we got started on this. What is the mid-pack? Is the mid-pack going to be 5 through 10 or 5 through 9? Uh, no, I think it'll be... My, my definition is 5 through 10. You think it's 4 through 10, though, which is fair. I, I, I don't think you're wrong. I just want you to come with some logic if you think that. You sh- but, um, yeah, I think it's 5 through 10, but you think it's 4 through 10? No, I'm with you on that. I think it's 5 through 10. 
Bro, you just said McLaren's on its own bubble. Yeah, but I, th- I think that there can be teams in that mid-pack 5 through 10 that are trying to punch above its weight into that number four. Oh, okay. I mean... So you're going to have the 5 through 10 battle, but there's going to be the Alpha Tories, the Alpine that are trying to separate themselves into that number four. That's, that's where my thought process is on all of this. Which car are you most excited to see this week? Because they're all mid-pack cars, other than Red Bull. Um, honestly, probably uh, Alpha Tori, just because their their Ooh. reveals of like their library has kind of sucked. It will not suck, but it's just been so basic. I'm surprised you're not excited to see McLaren's livery or library. Because I know what to expect with McLaren. It's gonna look good. Like Is they it? don't really. It's gonna be. It's gonna Those be clean Hamilton cut orange. Those Lewis Hamilton days, those cars were ugly. Yeah, but you know they ain't changing the orange, bro. They might, bro. They might go if, back to the red and white, they change it, it's going to look terrible. But think about Keep this. Keep the orange, bro. I think they should. I love the papaya orange. But think about this. McLaren's just known for that little swoosh, right? Kind of mm-hmm. like the, the, little, the little swoosh hat, whatever the hell you want to call it. Oh, yeah. They could switch that to red and white again. Who the hell would care? Dude, we do have Red Bull in two yeah, days. Yeah, but that's what I said. Red Bull. Red Bull's only... Uh, like major team dropping this week. You know what? I'm just looking at it again. Like I'm excited to see AlphaTauri because I think they can do more, but damn, Aston Martin as well. Damn. This whole week is good. Red Bull, Aston Martin, McLaren, AlphaTauri. Yeah, we'll hop on this week, everybody. We're probably going to close off with this, but we'll hop on every single day. We might give you guys like a little 10 minutes after every single launch. What do you think? Listen, I'm just going to put the, I said it at the start, I'm going to put the disclaimer here. There was definitely a lot of foolishness said. I'm under the influence of COVID-19. No, you, he's not under the influence of COVID-19. That doesn't affect your thinking process, okay? Bro. I'm not letting you off the hook for your nonsense <laughs> that Renault will have a better engine than Mercedes this year. Bro, if they do end up having a, a better result than McLaren, I'm going to die. <laughs> hey, no, we talked about the engine. That's okay if Alpine beats them. But you haven't given me any logic. I never, ever intended to say that they have a better engine than Mercedes. That's just complete madness. Yeah, yeah. Well, I meant to listen, say they we'll have run a back better the tape. engine. We'll run back the tape and we'll play this again and again on loop for real. Okay. And make a done. meme out of it. But what I will say, though, is thank you, everybody that tuned in. We'll be back pretty much every single day this week when there's a car launch. Right? Yeah, we'll try to put out... Um, I There'll mean, be short not try. We'll, we'll put out car... We'll come live after every single car release. Yeah, they'll be like 10, 15 minutes. They won't be as long as usual. So stay tuned for that. We're excited for Red Bull's launch. I mean, their livery suck. Just goddamn black with a stupid bull on it. Some yellow and a little red line. But hey, whatever. We'll see you guys uh, for the rest of the week, man. We'll be back a lot. Lewis Hamilton is coming with number eight. Let's get it. Yeah, he, he was going to cry if he saw the retirement. It would have was, been the worst. I was COVID waiting for the isolation. I was waiting for the retirement post, but the retirement post didn't come. It was standard Louis fashion. And you know, and now he's back to posting like how we always post. Like he's he's so hilarious, man. Yo, he changed his profile picture, by the way. To what? Him with uh, a red background and some very, very looking like a vampire. Oh, because he's coming for blood next year. Bro, he looks like a vampire, bro. A quick prediction. Does George beat Lewis in race one? And I don't say for a win. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but I, I don't think so. So you think Lewis comes out hot? I think Lewis is coming out like how he closed the year, bro. He's coming out so I, hot. I have a hot prediction. Checo beats Max in the first race. First race, it, so much like, you know, that's the thing. When you look back at the first race last year, you know, in the moment, you didn't think much of it. When you watch it back, you're like, yo, Max came with the heat. So it's like, sometimes people are just sleeping on race one, bro. I don't think it's that. I think just... Checo in the second year? I think Checo's just going to have a... I just think he's going to have a good race. But you got to think about it. This is supposed to be a driver's car. So you got to look at it that way that the best driver should win the first race because it's the first time you all get the same car. That's why I think... Dude, this, that is honestly why I think Barcelona is not being shown publicly. It's like drivers need a need a little bit of time to adapt. Nah. It's not the money, bro. Trust me.
I'm not trusting you, bro. You just said M- Renault has a better engine than Mercedes on this I podcast. I did not say that, bro. Uh, yes, you did. I literally rerun it and send it to you on loop 16 yeah, but times I, after this I was obviously done. not. That was my 10. Maybe my words said that. But like I said, Kobe got me thinking different. Yeah, sure. Now backpedal. But it's for the money, bro. It's because Yas Marina, sorry, Bahrain paid a bag to be the first televised event, bro. I'm telling you right now. That's probably what it is. And think about this way. If they go into Barcelona and have a bunch of small accidents, not 50 Gs, 2 Gs into the wall, slide out, how much more press would you be drawing around up to the race? Why would they hide that if they didn't have to or they didn't have contractual obligations? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, wouldn't you be more interested if you see Lewis just sliding around with the car? Like, what the hell is going to happen? Yeah. More people are going to tune in. Like, it doesn't... it actually hurts them monetary-wise if they did sign a contract with Bahrain to be the opening place where they can televise because they lost money on another place where everybody's so locked in to see them. Do you know what I mean for television yeah, rights? I mean, it makes complete sense when you put it in that regard. Um, before we sign off, so Louis posted, he's now changed his profile pic. Who will be the first person he follows? <laughs> oh, who will be the first person he follows? Easy. His brother? His brother. His brother. Yeah. Uh, or, or his new girl. Wow. Whoever that no, 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 no. Easy. His brother, Angela. All right. Done. Done. All right. We're out. We'll see you guys next time. Make sure you guys hit follow. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, go check out any of our other podcasts. Tipping the scales. We have no pump fakes. A bunch of different podcasts. But we appreciate you guys tuning in. So far, it's been a great month. Looking like a record month. So thank you guys so much. We appreciate the support. And we couldn't do it without you guys. So thank you guys for tuning in and joining us on the journey. And 2022 is just getting started. Peace.